I invited Danny to come to Sweden. You know what she's been going through? Christian says you've got this special week planned. It's sort of a crazy festival. Special ceremonies and dressing up. That sounds fun. Unbelievable. Welcome and happy midsummer. Skål! All right. The moment I, I I've been hear waiting that clap for. at all, man. What? I, you're going to have a hard time syncing up this audio. It's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the moment I've been waiting for um, from the start of this podcast, and I can't wait to talk about it. But this week, we taught, we uh, watched. Apparently, it's Midsommar, but I like Midsummer. It's easier to say. <laughs> <laughs> You got the shirt on, I see. Oh yeah, yeah. This is I have three shirts, but this is my favorite one. Shout out to this company called Graveyard Goods. It's a, it's a nice aesthetic for you, Joe. Thank you. Appreciate it. That's I a good blend because I don't wear as the May Queen. Yeah, I that's that'll be it eventually. I don't have that. It needs to be perfect. That needs to be a perfect outfit. But uh, this is a good blend because I don't wear dark clothing. But it's that's like the thing with me. It's like I like all this horror stuff. But most horror-related clothing items are all black, and I don't really wear black. So this is a great blend. Yeah, it's like getting you a gift anytime. It's like the horror shops and like <laughs> classic stores in the malls. It's just all black. All black. Things. There's one the white one, and it's like, yeah. right. <laughs> yep. Makes it easy for you. Exactly. But So Joe and I have seen this before, but this is Jesse's first time. So again, like we do Seems every episode. To be the- <laughs> Jesse, start us off. I really want to hear your opinion on this. Same. I watched like five minutes and I turned it off. I was like, it's a short movie. So, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I've seen The Wicker Man, you know? I was like, I get what's going on. Kind of stole the idea, I think. Um, I'd, I'd say overall, I liked it. I think it was a good movie. Very cool visuals. Well, not the gore, but like <laughs> the colors, the way it was shot. Very super cool. Only thing I could do less with was the, the gore. Like okay. some of the graphic image it like i was like okay that was i didn't need to see that and then two minutes later it's just like oh you want up closes <laughs> up close shots of this and i'm like no not at all <laughs> not one bit <laughs> uh but take that out great film all right so it's your first dive into ari aster's head i think so it's a scary I, place it's a very scary place what else has he done he just did hereditary that was like his first oh, her- film yeah and then he did a couple shorts that are he's pretty known well known for it's really cool to watch like these directors short films or you know they're mm-hmm. before they're big big directors but um this was actually a breakup film i wrote this while i was going through uh, a pretty bad breakup after a, a long-term relationship and um i i wanted to make a film that you know that felt uh like as big as a breakup feels you know like f- from a distance if it's happening to someone you know or somebody else, it's like this silly thing and they're gonna get over it and like, you know, just pick yourself up by by the bootstraps. But when you're in it, it can feel cataclysmic. Um, and so I wanted to, uh, to make a breakup movie that felt as consequential uh, as a breakup feels. How do you feel as Ari Aster's <laughs> ex-girlfriend? <laughs> That's a great question. I'm kind of scared for her. <laughs> what character is she supposed to be? Is 
He said know. he relates to Danny. So. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, but yeah. Now, Joe, what did you, uh, you've seen this before. Was this your second time watching it? No, or, this is, I think like or, either three or four, something okay. like that. Uh, but I remember, so I bring, reel it back to the beginning. I remember I saw this in theaters with, with you, Joe. Uh, and I remember walking out of there and just feeling like very like disgusting. Like, like, like I, I felt like I was walking outside and I was just like, I just, nothing feels right. And, and like, generally if a movie can make you feel any sort of anything i'm gonna count that as a good movie mm-hmm. um so but i i remember being like wow like i i feel like that was really messed up but i really liked how the story was told um i to your point jesse i love the visuals of this movie it was uh it's it's i think we might have talked about this in a previous episode but like just it's so bright and it's very hard to uh to like do a scary movie or at least a movie that makes you feel as gross as I felt walking out the first time where um, it's just, it's just really bright and like happy looking almost. Um, so I, I think this time uh, I just, I feel like I, I tried to like look at a lot more of the detail, like the, a lot of the artwork, like in, there's like a barn that they stay in and a lot of the artwork on the wall is like almost like foreshadowing of what's going to happen later on. And uh also just like very intricate like really cool artwork when i watched it again this time like i feel like i i got even more out of it and i i still would say as much as like i don't like it it makes me feel kind of gross just with all the uh gore and stuff but like i think it's a really well done movie and i i would say i really like this movie so makes me happy that's that's, that's where i land many times after seeing it in my opinion, it's one of the most like aesthetically shot, beautifully shot horror films of all time. I think it's, it's yeah, just, there's no that. film like it, like no horror film, at least like it. It's like his pacing, like it's very like, you know, if it's a straight on shot, they kind of like, you know, dollies in or zooms in really slowly. And there, he takes his time, like his movies are long and it's based on the visuals a lot of the time. And it's not a lot of cutting, which I like. I mean, I'm an editor, but I, I like when you can just by one shot, you can kind of create there's, there's, fence. there's one you in like, particular that i thought was really cool where they're like driving in and they do that like spin mm-hmm. that, that cool and shot. it's also this whole movie's foreshadowing like that is representation of basically danny because there's a lot of mirror shots with danny and it's like reflecting on her life basically and that's like i don't know there's a lot of there's <laughs> there's there's so many layers to this movie that you wouldn't even think about but it's yeah it's, it's crazy one reason I really liked this movie was like, I don't know if this is the best analogy, but like, I feel like the way it's shot and his style is like almost like this, like Wes Anderson, not it, not like it is Wes Anderson, but it's like so unique like him. Like you feel like you're really brought into his world that he created. Right. You know, and like aesthetically and like, that's super cool to me. Uh, also wanted to note, I feel like it was fitting that like the clouds came in and Joe's room got really dark as soon as we started talking about this. Yeah, I did. <laughs> it was time to talk about Midsummer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Florence Pugh is so freaking good in this movie. I don't understand because so she was in Little Woman the same year and she was nominated for an Oscar for that movie, but I thought she was 
way but i mean she was great in it but she was this movie had took so much more of like there was so much more depth to her character i feel like i don't know she had to cry a lot and that's impressive she did a very <laughs> but it's a job. horror movie exactly so it doesn't count exactly it doesn't it's the come minor lead production design come on it's the minor. so one, one other interesting thing about this time watching it is I had never seen The Wicker Man before. Like, I actually saw this the first time prior to ever seeing The Wicker Man. But so then I, when we watched The Mick Wicker Man, and um, now I, like, see so many parallels. Like, like I, I, saw, I saw it when I was watching The Wicker Man, but then when I went back and watched this again, I, was, I, I like, thought of it even more. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just so many clear um, similarities between the two. Yeah, it's so crazy. And there is, I actually watched the director's cut this time around um which i've never seen before and it was there were there was it was about 30 minutes extra footage or something like that but um i mean it was great just the same as the the normal cut there was one scene that was added that wasn't in the original cut and it's a nighttime scene and it it explains what happened to that girl connie basically do you remember the the british girl because like you in the movie, you hear her scream, but you don't really, you don't, you know, you don't understand what happens to her. But in the director's cut, there's a scene where like they're at this, I think it's like a pond or a lake or whatever. And they're basically asking someone to volunteer to sacrifice themselves. And this little girl steps up. She's part of the commune. And they like put chains around her ankles and put like make her hold a rock. And they're like about to throw her in. And apparently since she volunteered for herself like she didn't have to do it they wanted someone who would fight it and not want to do it and then so she was wearing this like this uh the grass like like grass get up i don't really know what it is some kind of tunic like grass made tunic and but at the end when you see connie's body she's wearing the exact same outfit so she it it Mm -hmm. basically shows that she drowned they drowned her basically which I kind of wish was in the original because like that makes, I mean, I guess it's, I don't know. I, I like both cuts, but you know, the more the better. And this is How job. long is the director's cut? 247. Okay. It's not too much longer. Just to, add a little. Yeah, not too bad. But Just a little something, something, you know? Just a little something, something. There was one. Did he take two. out a lot or did, was it just adding? It was added. Um, yeah, there was a couple shots like just like a couple scenes here and there, like little conversations. But it also something else along with that scene was that Danny and Christian had even more of a there was more within the relationship, which I liked because how could it get worse? He's the worst person ever. <laughs> but speaking of shots, there was this one that gets me every time I watch it. It's when I love it. It's when she's crying when they're in their apartment and Pele says something to her and she starts crying and walks to the bathroom and it goes to the airplane. Oh, this, that's such a cool transition. I don't know if you remember yeah, that. It is really cool how that was shot. Mm-hmm. What I learned this time around was some of the Swedish that they were speaking didn't have subtitles. And apparently he did that on purpose. So the viewer would kind of um, be in the same spot as the Americans in the movie. Like you're kind of lost. You don't really know. You're kind of isolated. So they wanted us to feel the same way as they as they do. Which is interesting. Shouldn't they have made them costumes? The commune? Yeah, you would think. You know, like, wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. Obviously, when I get why they didn't have costumes, <laughs> but <laughs> I remember when, when I first watched it, and uh, the, you know, they come in and they're like in their just normal clothes, and everyone else is all 
dressed up in their commune attire. Um, and I was like, oh, wow, these like people look really nice. Like they're just like accepting of people and like, can we cut back to like, I feel like multiple times when we're like, I think Joe Coffey would join a commune <laughs> without knowing. Yeah. And I'd be like, wait a minute, this is a commune? Yeah. And you'd be like, there's just nice people. <laughs> right. Right. But like, I mean, like they, they didn't like ask them to change in any way. They're just like, they just came along because, you know, the people had invited them and they like, it just seemed like a very nice thing to do until you realize what was going on. But um right. But, you know, initially it's just like, wow, that's so nice. They're like so accepting of, of people who are like different from them, which is honestly refreshing. But um, <laughs> we should all be more like this group is what we're saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we then things go sideways, but. The scene I love and hate, uh, hate for the gore, but is that when they're jumping off the cliff, that first one, but the way it's shot and it's, it's, I think we t even talked about this at the end of the little things, but it's like these shots where it almost looks still, but with one thing moving mm -hmm. uh, when it like zooms out and it's like they're jumping on the left and everyone's just lined up, not moving, watching. Uh, and specifically the music during that is so, I mean, it's so good, the music, but it, I love when they use music to like, I feel like the music controls the feeling more than just like a lot of times music kind of like fills it in or gives it that like ambiance, like the lower level of feeling, you know, it's like in the background, but like this so heavily relies on the music to like disorient you and be like, mm. Oh God, what the hell is going on? And you feel weird just hearing the music. Did That's you see really... that coming? What? When you were watching Jess? Did you the see? Jump. Yeah. Oh, I mean, of course, the person shows up on that cliff and you're like, this is where this is going. Yeah, okay. Just, just I knew what kind of movie I was watching. <laughs> it's super interesting that you said that because the very first scene when, you know, you, you get those horrific images of Danny's family, that, that music, how they transition with the car horn. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Mm -hmm. It just cuts the car horn and that basically is the track. Oh, it gets so good. It's yeah. I think that's my least favorite scene. It's uh, that's a brutal scene. It's it just makes me sick to my stomach, to be honest. That's yep. That's what he does. That's what Ari Aster is about. <laughs> Joe, did you have any um, scenes that stuck out to you or that you like? You know, you've seen this before, but I like all of the like things that kind of just are unique about this movie. Um, that being mostly around the cult because it's just so interesting. Uh, but I it's still, a think, it's not a cult. I, I still I think, think I pick up every single time I watch this more, more like bear foreshadowing. Mm -hmm. Um, and just so like, like, you know, when they're like walking around and they see the bear in the cage and they're like, ah, you know, don't worry about that. And it's like, it's like, you know, you're going to end up in it. Like, you know, that's not where I would have thought, like, it was pretty predictable that somebody was going to jump off the cliff. Mm -hmm. The whole bear thing was not predictable to me initially, but um, I still think that's probably one of my more favorite scenes when you kind of realize where it's going. Right. Because they have been like, they had been hinting at it kind of throughout the entire movie. And then you're like, oh my God, really? And then, you know, mm -hmm. end up getting burnt in a bear. Yeah, it's, 
something I realized this this time around was that scene that you're talking about where they see the bear in the cage and they're all walking together. That they they're in the order that they die, basically. Which is cool. Mm. A lot of things like that, when you rewatch it, it's like, oh, that makes sense. Or like how they, you know, when they when they were at, I think it was they were sitting on the ground and these kids were running around and they were like, What are they playing? And they said, Skin the fool. And then Mark becomes Skin the Fool. There's actually another interesting, so like it has nothing to do with uh midsummer per se, but like you know the guy who gets like uh hung up in the barn. Um so D and I are also watching a show right now called Vikings. Oh, and they yeah. so I mean Nordic, you know, influence there for sure. Um, but they they did a in, in one of the scenes in uh a certain episode, they did something very similar to somebody as like a punishment. And I was just like, oh my God, not again. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, so like when I saw that, I was just like, oh, this is like a thing. But it it was. This is it was just like meant to be a really painful way to die. And he was still alive. Too, well, yeah, I know. Which is crazy. Yeah. Now, so now you just, anytime you see this, you're in the typical Swedes. <laughs> see, <laughs> see this all over the place. Maybe it's just because I had heard, like, I didn't remember any of the specifics you guys told me, like, a long time ago. But I, like, knew there was something with a bear. I knew the ending. Everyone was like, oh, my God. are you?" So I feel like when I watched it, I just was kind of like, yeah, it makes sense. Oh, yeah, this is the bear thing. Okay. <laughs> just because I, in my head, you know, I know so people were like, there's a bear thing at the end. I knew, right. There's something about how he's the worst. And I was like, Oh, okay. That is, that is why there's something to be said for like going into a movie, like, especially like this, where you like, you have no idea what's going to happen because then you're just like, wow, I couldn't even imagine that if I wanted to. <laughs> and like, that's funny. Cause I feel like when this came out, there was more of an audience because people are like, oh, this looks interesting. Because I feel like a lot of the people who saw this never saw Hereditary. And especially, I think the theater that I was in when I first saw it, at the, you know, this exactly, the exact thing happened after Hereditary when I saw it. When the movie ended, people were just silent. There was, everyone's like, what, what did I just watch? But I feel like if you saw Hereditary, you know, I could tell because if I looked around the theater, people with kind of like grins on their face, it was like, you saw hereditary like you just you know what you saw like there's a style and it was great but i loved seeing the reaction of people um who haven't seen it because it's like this is such a new type of movie like i don't know directors don't really go as far his scares are more like horrific imagery basically it's not like paranormal it's like, like yeah for sure yeah again i was like that, that was like the only thing that was like i was fine watching the whole movie i was like this isn't even i mean it's scary, but it's not scary. I don't know, you know? I know but exactly. The, the yeah. worst parts where you're just like, they just like roll like mutated dead bodies across the screen and you're like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, and I'm like, oh, okay. And then it's just like, oh, here's it from another angle floating onto fire. I was like, yep. oh, okay. <laughs> for sure. For, for me, um, I think one of the scenes that I love is obviously the maypole dance is really cool. Like that whole sequence, but it's fascinating to me because I've seen this movie so many times and there's such a, I don't know how he does it, but every time I watch it, there's such a seamless transition between, oh, they're all, you know, they're all hanging out. They're kind of, all the friends are still together. And then it's like, they start drinking that stuff or whatever they do, probably doing shrooms was, or whatever. Yeah, I was going to yeah. raise this as well. It's, it's like, transition it, between like it's a seamless transition. High. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's like, I feel like I'm there. It's like, I'm watching this movie and then you're in a completely different movie at, within like 10 minutes or so it's 
crazy to me. It's, I don't know how he does it. I want to know how they did the, um, the like plants growing on her hands specifically. Mm -hmm. Um, just the feeling of like sinking into wherever you happen to be sit sitting. I feel like they captured that like perfectly. So um, good. Yeah. yeah it, I, I, or even it's just like, I feel like it's very hard to depict visually how somebody's feeling, um, you know, after having mushrooms. Right. And, and I feel like they, they did a, like you, you could tell, but you could still follow the story. And I feel like, there's, there's a balance to strike there. And I feel like they did a good job doing that. Yeah. I love the pulsating backgrounds. Yeah. Oh, it was just so, it was so great. I have a gory question. Mm -hmm. uh, the scene where Josh, correct. That's the right name. Mm -hmm. Basically dies and they bring him into the barn, you know, and then he's like, Mark one. Well, at first when I saw that, I was like, Oh, cool. It's like Michael Myers mask um but that would be a great <laughs> twist it kind of looks like it right it kind of shows that is that his is that a skinned head mask someone's wearing or is that no that's mark's body that's just mark so the guy you know how mark peed on the tree yeah so that's that like guy the guy who was really upset was the one who killed mark and wore his skin <laughs> well that's what i mean though but like so he killed mark and then he wore mark yes Michael Myers style. Michael Myers style. And killed. Okay. Mm -hmm. I was just curious. Mm -hmm. I just didn't know if it was the same universe or not. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> Michael Myers finds himself in a cult situation. <laughs> in Sweden. Michael Myers goes to Sweden. That would be like, you know how they did like a, a Freddy versus Jason? I would like to see. Oh my gosh. Midsummer versus Michael Myers. <laughs> I would be so into that. Uh, like, could you imagine him villain versa? for a cult <laughs> i do want the, the maypole song from the wicker man edited into this Ooh, i'd be much yeah. i'd give it an even a better review if i could get I that, could do that so but, what, what unit of rating are we doing this week uh we are doing flower crowns love it i'm gonna go pretty high on this right i'm gonna go nine uh flower crowns Ooh. Because it like, it's like I said earlier, like anything that just like, I definitely felt gross walking away from this movie, but I thought it was extremely well done. It was completely new to me. It's a style I've never seen before because I hadn't seen Wicker Man. Um, so like, I, I, I think this is a very well done movie. I very much enjoyed watching it, even though it made me feel gross. <laughs> I think it's a really good, on your point, I think it's a very good bridge between people who don't really don't like horror movies. I also could not rate this lower than Spider-Man 3. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I'll go. I'll give Jesse an extra minute or two, but I'm, I mean, I'm going to go 10 out of 10. This is very, very much my film, my type of movie. Um, Ari Esther, he made this for me. I'm going to go with that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, yeah, I mean, I couldn't, I, I mean, I guess if I had to give it, you know, being a little nitpicky, I would say I, I could have used a little more horror, but there was enough horror in it for me so it's cool right. well i'm probably going this is tough this is tough i'm probably <laughs> going eight eight probably like 8.2 we're gonna push it over eight but it's All not right. decimal you know, 8.2 strong influence on just musically and visually like 10 out of 10 music and visuals minus a few points for the gore 
<laughs> brings us to 8.2. Uh, Thanks for breaking down the calculations. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. great. Wow. I agree with you, though. It's, camera work is fantastic. And something also, I realized this, not this time, but the time before, that there's a scene, you know, when they when they pick up Danny after she's the May Queen and they're walking her. If you look in the trees behind her, you see her sister's face like in the trees with like the Whoa. tube with the tube. Yeah, like how she looked at the accident. And they so they placed that stuff around the movie, like the whole movie. Kind of fascinating. And then you, you talked about locations a little bit and how they filmed in um Budapest. Budapest, Hungary. Um do we ha we have some locations for this one, right? No, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I was I trying to so. find them online, but it's we have to do the hike. We have to go there. I mean, they <laughs> just start putting random fields. A mate. Well, I don't know. Hopefully, this isn't like offensive, but like, I, <laughs> I it'd be that. cool to have like a maypole up in that location. It would be cool. I don't know how people would feel about that, but it is fascinating because uh, I there was like a. I bought this on uh, Apple TV or iTunes or whatever. And they have like an extras feature where it's like a 30 minute time-lapse of them building the whole community. And they, it's crazy. They start out and there's just this blank slate of just a field. And then at the end, it's the whole, it's really incredible actually how they do that. And they did it in 30 minutes. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. But the, the earlier scenes were shot in Utah which I didn't know, but it, be, it makes sense because Cold hereditary, capital of America. Cold capital. Well, hereditary was right? also shot there. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. I never thought about that before. Also, little aside, I love how, like, I love Scandinavian architecture, but like the A-frames in this, in that little community, yes. they were good. I love it. I loved <laughs> going back with my, uh, some of my other favorite scenes was the, the whole, how do you say this? Making love scene. That scene was weird, but it was oh yeah, it was cut together <laughs> so well. That. Like the sound design, how they cut it together. Oh, it was just so good. And then when the old woman came and pushed him in the back, <laughs> I was about to say that. <laughs> that was great. So uncomfortable. Apparently, it was his, it was <laughs> the guy who played Christian, Jack Rayner. Apparently, it was his idea to go naked, uh, to run out of the thing naked, because he was like, it makes him more vulnerable. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that you'd stop to put clothes no, on. No, you definitely wouldn't. <laughs> I think that was a good call on his part. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But also, Will Poulter, he was great in this. I was going to say, when he popped up, he's one of those characters, like actors who I just, it's not even like, oh, he's from that one movie, but I'm like, oh, he's, I know him. Right. He's in this. Right. And he kind of plays that character really well. It's weird because yeah. I feel like, you know, I think of War of the Millers. And he's kind of like a dorky, nerdy kid. Oh, and I'm like, think, yeah. bizarre. But he was also, he was supposed to play Pennywise before Bill Skarsgård got the role. Whoa. Isn't that, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Very so. interesting. But yeah, he was great. He was, he was good. They were all, I think I liked all the cast members. They're all great. And yeah. I don't know. Okay. Also, Midsommar <laughs> is a real festival. Yeah. Is this true? Yep. He kind of like, I mean, obviously he um, exaggerated these festivities, but he kind of took a couple different cultures and blended them together a little bit. Do, do you know any of the like history of Midsummer or like the people who celebrate it or? 
I mean, I don't, but I know there's a lot of different ways that they do celebrate it, like different communities and different cultures celebrate it differently. It's like the same sort of festival. It's like, uh-huh. it's in June, but it's, I think they do different things, but it essentially means the same thing. I honestly don't know. I'm not too familiar with it's it. It's just like a summer solstice. Or right. Yeah. Solstice. How's yeah. It like, so it's not like they kill people. No, no, no. And then this movie came out. <laughs> no, it's not like a real. No, this isn't based on anything real. Well, at least the horrific parts. But they do like a maypole dance. Like they do that. Things oh, like that. Right. So no, I, don't, I don't know if it's like too extensively like the movie, but I know it's in the Wicker Man. That's more of this, the maypole style with the with like the the, um, the pieces of fabric that they kind of dance around with. I think that's more realistic. But I don't know, honestly. I know they, in the Wicker Man, they did have that uh, thing in the beginning where they like thanked uh, the, the native folks who, uh, so I would imagine that like to your point, Joe, like maybe that's a little closer to the traditional Maypole dance. Yeah, that's what I gather at least. It's definitely an interesting culture to learn learn from. And I mean, not from this movie, obviously. But <laughs> how many people did they get going next year to Midsummer? You know, seriously like, though, I'm, yeah. except then all these probably like Americans being like, "So when do you push someone off the cliff?" And they're like, right. "Oh God!" <laughs> when I was little, we had no pair from Sweden, and I think this is how when I reach back out. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I just watched reach out every once in a few years. Might as well just reach out and be like, do you by chance midsummer like plus ones <laughs> or plus three, maybe? I'm an expert. I watched this movie called Midsummer and uh, <laughs> just watch this doc. And- this doc. Oh my God. Well, cool. That's great. I'm glad you guys, at least Jesse, I'm glad you liked it better than you thought you would. Oh, I, I do have one more thing. Ooh, I was yeah. going to wait till we talked about the ending, anyways, or at the end of it. Is, is there going to, be a sequel has he talked about if there is or not no sequel but i thought i couldn't remember if i'd heard you say something because the way it ended to me almost was like they could do something which i'd be super curious about a sequel just because like a movie like this like the wicker man you would never it's not a movie that you'd set up to do a sequel so i'd be so curious to be to what a sequel would even be that, and that's like why at these the very end movies, that's why these types yeah. of movies are great because like one-offs because i feel like they set up sequels better than movies that try to set up sequels but like, now i want the sequel exactly. i don't even know what it would be I but know. i'm like try can you try to do something right. like she's in the cult now or the commune community sorry but i uh <laughs> he actually just casted joaquin phoenix in a role so it's ari aster and joaquin phoenix and it's <laughs> oh my god it's like <laughs> too much it's gonna be too much to handle we're gonna peek I'm going to peek like I do every time I like something. <laughs> well, since Ari Aster made this movie for you, why don't we make Midsummer 2 for Ari Aster? <laughs> I think it's Let's only do fair. It. Let's hit up A24. <laughs> I'm into it. Walking Phoenix. Their costume for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or you could do like uh, the movie Her with Walking Phoenix. Spike Jones. We'll do a little collab. Spike Jones slash Ari Aster slash uh, uh, Phoenix. Jordan Peele, throw him in there because why not? Yeah, sure. And let's get Wes Anderson to do a little bit. <laughs> Plus like Florence Pugh, we got to put her in there. Pretty high. Right, if anyone wants to fund this, just like, 
hit us up in an email midsummer2 at getonsetapp.com <laughs> now joe do you want to um tell us your selection for next week yeah so we're gonna go with knives out Ooh, good stuff all yeah right. all right jesse have you seen this one i think so okay well that's Is this, good. I mean, there's a few movies like this that are all jumbled in my head together the like you know like murder mystery-esque i'm i think i've seen knives out i might be thinking of another movie well we'll Blue? find out we'll yeah. find out <laughs> i'm excited cool good stuff i love this movie i've only seen it once in theaters so i'm really excited to see it again i tried to see this in theaters but like we, we it was like sold out i think oh, yeah home. sweet i'm really excited at one location too so we'll have to figure out where that is <laughs> Anything else? Any movie news or any entertainment news that you guys seen or excited about? I can go. I'll go with the, I didn't mention this last week, but um, someone just bought Buffalo Bill's house from Signs of the Lambs and they're opening it to the public very, very soon. So it's pretty awesome. And uh, um, you can stay there, stay overnight. So I'm pretty stoked on it. But we have Great. that in the app too. And I'll put ticket, I'll put the link to the website and the tickets in there. Joe, how soon before you do it? Well, I saw, so there, there was an Instagram contest and I think it's still going on, but it's, you enter to win two people can go for like, it's like a free night or something. It's like the first people to go. So if I don't win that, I'll go as soon as I can. <laughs> cool. We could all go and do an episode from there. The silence cool. of the episode, yeah. sounds of the episode, silence of the lambs. Where episode. is this again? Where'd you say? It's in Pennsylvania, I think. Okay, um, okay. Not in okay Philly, that's easy. Yeah, that's you guys could drive there for sure. Who knows? But that's pretty cool. So, um, no, watch watching Wandavision, binging through it. Nice. So getting back a little into the Marvel, remembering like how we went and saw the Avengers, which it took me a few episodes to even like click what was going on, and I was like, oh yeah, I saw the movie that like is kind of prior to this. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that. Did, were the Golden Globes out last time? Yeah, they were. I watched them. Um, no, I mean, like last time we recorded since it was oh, a few weeks ago. Probably not. No. Golden Globe thoughts. Not that. Yeah. We watched um, Ted Lasso because that won a couple of awards. Great That's show. That's my favorite thing from last year. Ted Lasso is the best thing out of 2020. I literally <laughs> turned to JoJo loved it too. I literally turned to her and I was like, Jesse is going to love the show if he hasn't seen it already. <laughs> it's honestly my favorite. It's the, my favorite thing since I've seen Succession. I mean, it's yeah. very well. Who's your okay? Who? What are some of the characters you really like? Because I have a theory on who you really enjoy. In Ted show. Lasso, yeah. Besides Ted Lasso, of course. Oh, well, I was like uh, Ted. I love. Oh, yeah. Do you and like Jason any... Sudeikis is just one of my favorite people so ever. Like good. he's someone who, like, if he's in anything, I'm like, I'll watch it and I'll probably like it to some extent. Um. Do I have anyone at favorite other than him? I figured you'd like Nathan for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> like all the other characters are so good. Like Nathan and uh, the the girls really cool. I like Higgins. both the girls. The that owner is really cool, and the younger girl. I yeah, but the own, the guy who works for the owner is it Higgins? Oh, Higgins. Yeah, yeah. Joe yeah, like, would like. But him. <laughs> yeah, just like all all the characters are so well done, and it's it's so funny. Mm. It's so good. I'm it so is. glad he won something. And then it cut to him in like a tie-dye hoodie with just like a so unkept. 
And everyone's usually like on in tuxedos in their couch with their mm-hmm. family. And he's just like, wow, awesome. This is cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Joe, did you, this, did this you watch it on Apple TV, right? You should be, yeah. I should watch it. You guys would love it. Yeah. We, I think, I think it was you, Jesse, who was like yep. telling us about it. And, and we, we got Apple TV like just to watch it. Just, we haven't started it yet. We, yeah. When we were talking off TV, like a couple months ago or something, I was like, it's worth it just for Ted Lasso. Yeah. I, I think Some for hope. Halloween, I, cause I used to dress like that. I had the, the sweater with the button up and I have the stash. I could totally do it. That would be good. That's good. That's yeah. Halloween ideas. Exactly. But we also started watching the morning show because that one's some golden globes. It's really good. That. Really, really well done. Um, I really, I mean, Jennifer Anderson's so good in that. And so is Reese Witherspoon. Um, we're, we haven't finished it yet, but it's, it's really well done, really well made. And I had no idea Mark Duplass is in it. Great cast in that show. It is really good. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, obviously it's based on the Matt Lauer situation and I am not familiar with that at all. So it's so close to Matt Lauer. Really? Yeah, I mean, I mean it's no literally to Matt Lauer for what he did, but like, could you imagine being him watching? Like, I know I was like, everyone named him it's... Matt. Like, come yeah, on, at they, this point, I uh, watched Minari. How is that reference to? I really want to see uh, that. It's really good. Uh, there's, I, I don't want to you know ruin anything because it's worth watching. It's really good. It's um. I feel like maybe it's just me now. So many more movies, I'm like, they're really good, but they're kind of those movies where it just, it just, everything just happens. You pop in. It's like a one-off. It's a really good movie though. Yeah, for sure. So would you recommend watching it? Absolutely. Because I really like Steven Yen. He's awesome. He's so good. The kids in it, especially the little kid, Alan Kim, is so good. And if you haven't, like a couple days ago, right after the Golden Globes, he was on Jimmy Kimmel. Okay. the little kid and it's such a funny interview cool it's so funny that kid is you it's hard he's one of those kids who's like you it's hard to watch him in the interview and not just be like smiling and laughing i will say too, golden globes tina and amy did a really good job of making fantastic fun job. of yeah hollywood and all the movies as usual they did a fantastic they always do such a good job but they, this year was great they really yeah they real made fun of i love it when they make fun of like yeah all the movies that are nominated and then just cuts to the actors. <laughs> like, right, right. I, I, I will say um, one of my favorite parts was when Jamie Lee Curtis gave an award. I can't remember what award she announced, but they said from the upcoming Halloween kills to the new Halloween movie. Shout out. <laughs> Whoa. That's coming out this year. That'll be good. So excited. But that's fast forward a year when we're talking about next Golden Globes talking about Halloween. There you go. Hopefully. More more representation. Let's go. Well, that's a wrap, and we will end this episode. Cool.